to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. And this week, we're talking libraries. Yes, indeed. It's a very scholarly episode, this one. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Yeah, more so than all of our other episodes. Pro- probably, although that's not a very high bar. <laughs> Uh, when was the last time you went to a library? Well, it was actually during our <laughs> episode <laughs> that we did where we went to a public toilet in a oh. library. I, I, rem- I remember that time fondly. It was a, it was a good toilet, wasn't it? In the Kensington Central mm. Library. It had some good, uh, latrinalia. Oh yeah. I think there was a poem, if I remember yes. correctly. Yeah. And also a guy that I see you poo. <laughs> Oh yeah, some some very good Latrinalia there. Uh, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's season one, episode 18, where you can hear the poem and the description of the Latrinalia. So as ever, we've got a word for toilet in another language. Hit me with it. I'm ready to hit you. Okay. <laughs> hit me with your words. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here it goes. So she has... <laughs> I don't know if I want to say said the word, but she has done the word. So we are on a a Zoom call. And she's made... I don't know if the noise was important, but she's made a noise. And she's made a hand gesture. Did I make a noise? I wasn't meant to make a noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> I'll try to be silent. All right, can you try it again? I I uh, wasn't ready for that. Okay, ready? Yeah, you're making... I think it's because you're moving your mouth and you're making a noise. It's important to move your mouth when you're signing as well. Mm, okay, yeah. that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think maybe... <laughs> <laughs> and I was already thinking this, but maybe you've done it in sign language? I have, yes. But the question is, which sign language? Which sign language? Mm. I'm going to guess... The British one. Yes, you are correct. I've done it in British Sign Language. Yeah. Do you know any uh, British Sign Language, Steve? I I remember learning it years ago um, at the Science Museum, actually, where we both were. Yeah, I know a few few words from there. I the remember. Main... <laughs> what are the main things you remember? I don't. I don't remember much. I oh, remember okay. the vowels, like you just point to your fingers. Yeah. Like a, e, I, o, U. And some of the letters, like V and N, and I don't know if this is V or N, but you definitely do that for one of them. <laughs> Yes. Maybe that's N and that's M, or that's V and that's W. So you can make a V with your finger, so your your index and your middle, and then with your dominant hand, and then you sort of place them on the palm of your other hand. So you make a V symbol and place it on the palm of your hand, and then together, that would be the, the letter N. So yeah, so I realise that for you listeners, this is probably not the... <laughs> this is, doesn't make for great listening, but uh, hopefully it will make you uh, perhaps go to YouTube or to other video place places to learn a bit of bsl because it's really useful to, to learn some phrases and i didn't know the sign for toilet before and uh, now i do know so if anyone it's probably to... a fairly useful one like, definitely definitely if you're working somewhere and someone comes up to you doing that yeah to be like ah i see you are looking yeah. for toilet, and then you maybe don't know sign but you can try to gesture in the way that they need to go or absolutely really or really useful uh, so there we go. Do you want to have a, a guess why I chose BSL for our language this week? 
because libraries are quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Nice little link there. Uh, oh, hang on. Also, what we should probably do is just describe to the listeners what the sign for a toilet is very, very quickly. I think you are more okay, in a position so to do that. With your dominant hand, so with the hand that you write I'll follow with. follow along. Uh, what you want to do, Steve, so your ha- right hand. So if you can take your middle finger yeah, and Ooh. sort of just bring that in a little bit, yeah, towards your palm. Like I'm um, uh, going to press a button with it. Yeah, but what the button? Lightly. The button is basically where your shoulder, your uh, your collar collarbone is on your my right or left collarbone on your on my dominant, dominant side one. on your dominant side, and you sort of just move it up and down, almost as if you're giving giving that collar collarbone oh, that a little stroke. That's nice. Yeah. So caress your collarbone and just say toilet. Yeah, if you're not say what, or if you're not ask where where's the toilet, you do toilet with your hand movement, and then where? So kind of like that, Steve. You know, kind so of where it is, your it palms is. facing up in front of you, and you sort of wave them from side to side, and 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 have a quizzical look on your face and ask where. So you go toilet where. So that's, that's and then I go there. Exactly. So there we go. So yeah, for listeners, this this might be a bit of a, a weird listening listen, but yeah, I do urge you to just go and have a look, little look at some BSL useful phrases wherever you want to have a look at them. Uh, just we can also do a. I think if on this recording, I don't know if it's a recording video, but we might be able to do a screenshot and show them. Oh. on Instagram. Yeah, we could Twitter. do that. Just take more to take photos of us doing it and post them on Instagram. If, at if that doesn't mirrors. work, yeah. This yeah. is more natural. Okay. <laughs> as, a, as it happened. We can even make a, a GIF or a GIF or whatever. Ooh. I do not we'll know see. how to GIF. I'll, I'll GIF it. Okay. Slash GIF it. Cool. People feel very strongly about that pronunciation. Oh. Are you are you GIF or GIF? Uh, I kind of used to be GIF because that's what the guy who made it said. But now everyone just says GIF and hates you if you say GIF. So I just yeah. kind of switched to GIF. All right. I say GIF. Because. GIF. Because. Why? Why not? Yes, and that song leads us brilliantly into our next section, which is about. Uh, so we we actually found some toilets from days gone past that were made to look like very fancy bookshelves and books and things like that. Mm. Um, it's from. I, I we just we briefly discussed this before the episode because usually we come up with different things, but today we kind of found the same thing. I think I'm guessing, we have. <laughs> I'm guessing you found the article on Atlas Obscura. That is sort of the main. No. Oh, maybe oh my. Maybe it might I have. be unless it's a copied version because I found it in a couple other places. But it's basically about ha- these toilets. The one I found, anyways, is about these old day olden day toilets from like the 18th century. That were made to look like very, very fancy bookshelves. Um, and we're talking, like, this looks like the kind of thing you'd see in, in like, a Harry Potter movie or something. These, these very old-looking bookshelves. I don't know how old it looked back then. It was probably state-of-the-art. And, you know, one of them, you kind of sit and poo on what looks like a pile of books. It's actually a toilet. Okay, now I, have, I'm, I think I've just gone to a different source to you. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I'm pretty sure I've seen the same one. The, the one the one toilet that I found uh, <clears throat> that is actually installed somewhere is the one in Antwerp in yeah. Belgium. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah, and it's got a funny name as well. 
so like it's, book and toilet or something. Uh, <laughs> so the building is called De Hofkammer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of this right. And it's a garden house of Den Wolsack or Wolsack. And it's a complex of buildings dating back to the mid 15th century. But the, the Hofkammer building was completed in the 18th century. And this toilet room that Steve has described is, yeah, it looks like it's a library, but I think all the books are, it's all artificial. They're not real books in there. All fake. All fake. Yeah. And there's a smallest room in this building. And yes, the toilet is what looks like three old style books, like big ones, big But like huge, like the size of a small child's books. (laughs) Um, That's how big they are. If you're, look, they are. You can see if you're they sitting are. on that hole, that hole is like half or a third the size of the books. That's right. So yeah, that's a big, big book. old books. What I imagine is what a spell book looks like. Every time you, you see some uh, wizard program, <laughs> not documentary. Well, that's <laughs> so, why I mentioned said it, it looks like Harry yeah, Potter. It does yeah, look Harry like Potter, you would... Charmed, all of it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They've yeah. got really big spell books. So just pile a few of those on. Uh, get a nice a hole in the middle. lathe. <laughs> Not a lathe. Uh, circular saw? No. Whatever. What makes a beautiful big hole? Uh, blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> blowtorch it and then crap in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's very And you toilet. have made yourself an 18th century library yeah. toilet. If you just happen to be in Antwerp between June and September, you can have a tour of this of the building and go and see the toilet. So it might be too late now, but something to consider for next year. Yeah. It was supposedly a common thing in uh, French castles at the time. I've the the other there was one other interesting thing that the article pointed out, mm. interesting antique piece. So this is a portable one, so it looks like a book. It's just one book that you can carry around. It folds up. But then you unfold it, and so inside, it's 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 not pages of a book. It's mostly empty. It's got, sort of got a hole in the middle, and it looks like you can fold the top out. It turns into kind of a back bit, and then you fold the bottom out, and it turns into a stand. So you can just pop that up like a little tiny fold-up stool with a hole in the middle. I guess put it down somewhere away, away from prying eyes or whatever. Uh, do a little dump, and then fold it right back up, and it, it's... That's what we all need when we go camping, isn't it? That's what exactly what I was thinking. This would be a cool camping accessory. Yeah. It, I don't know why it needs to look like a book. I just, yeah. I guess it's just camouflage. Like, oh, what you got there? Just my uh, yeah, just book nothing. that I'm reading, my yeah. spell book. And then as soon as their back is turned, bam, you're taking a poop. So is this toilet in Antwerp one of those, or is that a separate toilet? No, this seems like its own, its own thing. Yeah. It's definitely small. It's just the one book, and it doesn't have any... You know, there's nowhere for the poop to go. It's more of just a comfort thing, a comfort mm-hmm. thing for pooping, pooping where you want. I think I've seen the same one, and that's actually a va- so that that book, if it's the same one that I've seen, uh, has been written about in in a book called Book, like a real like book, the word, like yeah, in a real book, um, like the word book with with L after the B, so ah, like a blue the Art of Books That Aren't by Mindel Dubansky. And so this is because large books, like the ones we've just talked about, have in the past been repurposed for souvenirs or for functional things around the house. So you could have a big pile of books like that or something, uh, or just one 
big book that would be used as a tea caddy, for example, or you know something like a keepsake box where you hollow sense. out the 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 insides of the book and you keep the, the bindings. And that that toilet that you described, the one that you 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 uh, open up, f- put out a flap, and then sit down and poop wherever you so wish. <laughs> you can actually buy this book from this book dealer called Daniel Crouch Rare Books for how much do you think? I might have seen it. Is it 1500 It's more than Dollars? that. It's more oh, really? Than that. Yeah. How much more? Mm, five times more. <laughs> <laughs> so like almost 8000 Yeah. So $7,500? Yeah. So, yeah, £7,500. Pounds. <laughs> Pounds. Ooh. Yeah, even says on on the page that it was published in 1750. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say it was published in 1750. Ah, they're missing a trick there. Ah. Disappointing. It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they call it a folio. Portable oak clothes stool, folding into 18th century khaki panelled calf, gilt brass clasps and catches. A 21st century poo with an 18th century smile. Yeah. There we go. Toilets that look like books. I think well, the library should have these because it'd be fun. I don't know if I want my my library spending £7,500 on a toilet though. I would rather they spend it on books that I want to read. Exactly. Speaking of which, oh, I've yeah. got some books you can read. Oh. Um, so on the topic of libraries, mm. often leads you to books, as we've just discussed a little bit. And I, I remember reading books as a kid, as a very <laughs> young kid, <laughs> and as an adult. Uh, but more specifically, books about potty trading. Did you ever have any any book about potty training? I do not recall. I wasn't a big reader as a kid, to be honest. I mean, I don't think these are super difficult to read. <laughs> it's more of the pictures and things. Um, but the one I the one I remember and and read was called Once Upon a Potty. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite an older book, and the, the illustrations are just very Once graphic. I suppose. Potty. Oh. Uh, you really see, like, the butt cracks of the kids going to the potty. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you think that you are better off for reading the book? Do you think you learned some very valuable skills? I do not know. I definitely know that my potty didn't look like in the book. In the book, it's like an actual chamber pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, a handle and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like a lovely big vase with a lip and a handle. Yeah, I think mine was more wooden. More similar to the book. Um, but yeah, that was the one I read. So I decided to look up some other books about potty training and mm-hmm. going to the potty and things. And some of them are just... the Just the names are, like, hilarious. <laughs> There's one that's just called Poo! Exclamation mark. Is that you, Birdie? Oh. And I guess... Who is that you, Birdie? <laughs> As in, is that one book? Yeah. And I guess Bertie, Bertie just does some smelly poos. Um, but I think 
based on the description, it seems like it turns out that they all have poo, poos and farts and things. And that's kind of the message of that book. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things about all, all living things, isn't it? All living things. Yes. So isn't it one of the requirements? That to, to be a living thing, you have to excrete. Uh, I don't know. Much like you have to respire. Certainly all animals and things, but I don't know. I don't know about like amoebas and stuff. I guess they probably, they, it sort of depends on your definition of excreting. Getting, getting rid of waste. Definitely stuff has to go in and stuff has to go out. Yeah. Now, so there's another one mm. called, what do they do with all the poo from all the animals at the zoo? Oh, that is a good question. What and do they do? And it's a really good question, isn't it? And I found an article before and I can't find it now. <laughs> but it was about some zoo that was, that had, I think it was this year or last year, they finished building a contraption that could turn both the animal poo and the human poo into energy to power their little zoo hospital, their animal hospital. Aww. So I thought that was a pretty good, I don't know what, how the book answers it, um, but I thought that was a pretty good That's solution. Lovely. And maybe, maybe someone had read that book and gone, you know what, this is what we're going to do with all the poo from the animals at the zoo. Oh, that's a really lovely notion. There's, uh, there's a couple other ones. There's the dinosaur. There's, there seems to be a whole series about this dinosaur that poops. Okay. So there's the dinosaur that pooped at Christmas and the dinosaur that pooped in space and the dinosaur that pooped a planet. Which... Well, you know what? The, the I've got to say, the author of these books has done their research on what kids like. The kids love dinosaurs, you know? That's just one of the things yeah. that I, I, from experience, uh, and not that I like dinosaurs as a kid, but I, I meet plenty of children who love dinosaurs. And they love to talk about potty stuff, because potty stuff is fun. That's true. That's and funny. then you combine the two, and then you send the dinosaur to fun places that kids want to go to, and you've got yourselves a winner. Yeah. Easy money, people. Yeah, easy money. So if you, I maybe I should write a poo book. There's there's more multiple books about poo in the zoo. There's like four books <laughs> about poo in the zoo, and it's like I don't know how many more, how many books we need on this topic, but maybe I'll write a fifth. Yes, please do. Do you have a title for it? A working title? They're all taken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's poo in the zoo. There's what do they do with all that poo? Which they don't even mention the zoo. It's just assumed. There's what do they do with all the poo at the zoo? Like, it's everything. You can bring all the toilet story book to life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's taken that yet. Toilet story. Yeah. Zoo edition. <laughs> can be all the editions. Can be an edition for every episode that we've done a podcast on. <laughs> the execution <laughs> edition. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kids okay. four and up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Well, hopefully that's reminded some people of some of the books that they once read about poo as a child. Yeah. Take a take a moment and reminisce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moment's done. What's next? Okay. So this is a little bit tenuous, but hey ho, it's our podcast, and we can say whatever we want. It's true. Yeah. So there are some people who have put together a list, a catalogue, as it were, 
of codes for toilets in cafes and various places. Specifically, so when you say that, when you say that, what it sounds like is all the cafes in London have locked toilets that you need to like buy a coffee to get the code to enter, and someone's compiled these and gone here are all the codes you can get into any toilet you want. Really? Yes. This is what's happened. So this is a popular Twitter account called at London Lube, London Lube Codes, and that's L-D-N-L-O-O Codes. And this Twitter account was set up by Soph and Mel, who I believe are London-based, and they were students, and they thought, you know what, we we a lot, and we use public spaces a lot, and a lot of these toilets you need to get a code for, pay pay something pay for something in order to use a toilet so what they've done is they've, they've actually compiled this google sheets document put loads and loads of information in there so it'll tell you the cafe name the rough location even the nearest station it'll have the code there if there is a code uh give you the exact address it'll tell you whether the toilet is accessible or not so you know wheelchair accessible um good for disabled people or not it even says whether it requ- requires a radar key do you know about the radar keys no ah so a radar key is uh or or part it's part of the national key, national key scheme so it's also the known NKS. as N- nks yep yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but I okay. did guess that. And what it does is, you 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 know, you can buy this key, especially if you are someone who has uh, disabilities or a, a health condition, which re- means that you absolutely need to use toilets whenever, whenever, well, basically whenever you blooming want to, and <laughs> you have to buy the key. Uh, you get it VAT free if you're registered disabled. And it allows you to open over 10,000 locked disabled toilets in the UK. So have you seen one of these locked disabled toilets before? Have you come across one? I don't know whether I have because I wouldn't have checked to see if yeah, it was locked. Fair enough. Um, I've definitely seen lots of them about. just, but Mostly I've noticed them just because I will try going into the ladies and if the ladies is locked, I will try the disabled to see if that's also locked as well. Because if there's no one waiting to use it, then no one nearby, then I'll give it a try. Uh, but I've also noticed that it has a a a keyhole, which the ladies lose or the men's lose don't. So I'm thinking, oh. ah, it must be a, you know, people must have a special key to get in if they want to. So yeah. So this list of London New Codes has even that information in it as well. How do you feel about that? Great. Hmm. I feel fine about all of this information. I've actually personally used it because I've kind of scouted out uh, public toilets that I like to use when I'm out and about. And I've learned so much more from when we've, when you and I've been doing our visits to toilets. Uh, the proprietor, the proprietor, how do I say the word? proprietors of the cafes and various places probably have issues with knowing that their uh, valuable codes are out in the open. But if they feel thingy about it, then I suppose they can change the codes if they want. That's true, I guess. I, I was gonna play it? a bit of de- I was gonna play a bit of devil's advocate and say I mean, I mean, say you're a cafe very close to a very busy tube station, and mm. a bunch of people are using start using the site to 
get access to your bathroom. I do think it's a bit unfair that that they've now become the sort, or they will have become the public toilet for that area, even though they aren't getting paid any. They're going to have to clean it more. It's going to take more upkeep, but they're not actually getting any more money for that. Yeah. That's my only issue with it, but you do raise a good point that they could just change it every day. It probably wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, it is, it is annoying, uh, and sometimes people just need to use the toilet. And I guess if it's annoying, out. if it's annoying enough for them that they're noticing, they could always contact these people or change the code. Or there's probably a couple options available to them that yeah. maybe doesn't make it so bad. Um, and and campaign for more public toilets. Yeah. Yeah, because we true. really need more public toilets. We keep shutting them down, then people are just going to come into cafes and not buy anything and use the toilets because humans need to use the toilets. Because they got poop. Yeah. And there's no books around to poop on. Oh. Uh, speaking of books in toilets. That's what we've been doing for most of this episode, <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you feel about books in. I, okay, to be honest, I, I don't think I've ever seen books, like reading books or reading material in public toilets. But when I've gone to they people's... They probably get stolen, to be honest. Ha- that's true. That's in. very true. It's probably why we haven't seen them. But uh, magazines or books in toilets of of the people's uh, people uh, you visit in their homes. How do you feel about I'm that? Pro- I'm pro that. I'm very pro that. Yeah. I, think, I, think th- I think it's a downward trend because people have phones now and it's easy to just look anything up on your phone on the toilet and that's potentially more interesting to you than a random book that you might find. Yeah. But I I like going into a a toilet and finding a book. You know, you, you get all sorts. I was in an Airbnb recently where they had books about like all the waterways in London or like places to go swimming in in the UK, like the 100 best spots to swim and <laughs> stuff like that. Or Or like a book from, I don't know how old this book was. I didn't check when it was released but it was like how do things work and it was saying how traffic lights work and stuff but it looked like it was from like the 70s or 60s or something oh vintage yeah yeah or air, <laughs> how air traffic controllers work there were no computers in it so it was i think it was before that uh is there enough time to sort of take the information in or well this is the thing about these books is usually you're not going to read the whole like how everything in yeah. the world works but if you just read one page I think you're more likely to remember that than you are to, you know, remember the whole book if you read the whole book. That's true. Because that's just your one one thing that you read. You're like, oh, that's how traffic lights work. And now you know how traffic lights work. <laughs> and you can also pick the thing you want to read the most. Like a good book in the toilet will ha- have, you know, it'll, it won't just be like a novel. It'll mm. be like each page is a different thing. And you just flip to the page that looks the coolest and away you go. I, I have some concerns of this. Uh, mostly because... The hygiene thing, just touching extra things in the toilet. But I suppose yeah. if you touch it at the right time, uh, <laughs> be very careful not to... Uh, poop on it. Yeah, don't poop on this. Make sure you put a warning. This is not one of those toilet books. This is a real <laughs> book. Do not unfold. Uh, and also, I think I've just, I'm just one of those people who just doesn't read in the toilet. Uh, so I... I don't have any books in my bathroom for for people who want to to use my toilet. So sorry for for any any people who do visit my toilet in the future. I've got no reading material for you. Here's one other thing I've seen in one or two toilets that mm-hmm. I quite like. 
which is a guest book. Oh, I've I've actually seen one of those in a sh- in a shop. You can you can yeah. And they're hilarious because they have that you like rate the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like what we sometimes do. Like right? how was the flush? How was your bathroom experience? I think it's great. It's lovely, but then also, what would you do? How would you feel if you got a bad review? I wouldn't really care. I th- I don't <laughs> think they're meant to be. I I don't think they're meant to be serious. Like I wouldn't put this. Like uh, if I'm having a dinner party soiree and lots of like people in suits are coming, nothing that would ever happen. <laughs> but I wouldn't put it there. It would be like a student house or this like people coming over for like parties and things and just ah, and they're obviously gonna write stupid stuff like I found a squirrel in the toilet or something. Like, oh, that's quite funny to write, funny to read. Everyone's happy. It's great. Ah, <laughs> oh. maybe I ought to get one of those. But I, I am such a delicate flower, Steve, that I would. If anyone wrote anything mean, I would I just I found cry. a squirrel in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I tried to get it out. <laughs> it just wouldn't leave. Yeah. So I just don't think I could handle the criticism. I do my best, though. Well, maybe it would help. Or maybe it would not help. Yeah, it would make know. it worse. Yeah, maybe. You'll never know. Mm. Well, in general... uh. Just going back to the topic of public toilets and libraries. I'm glad that we have libraries, you know, just because of the whole book thing and being able to borrow books for free. But also that they just happen to be happen to be good places to go to if you need to use a toilet because you don't have the guilt of, uh, you know, you don't have to pay for anything when you go in. And with the added, you have an added bonus of looking at some books and taking one away for yeah. free. Not to the toilet though. No, no, don't take it to the toilet. Don't yeah, Afterwards. don't don't there, use there, that there, reading there will be enough to read on the toilet walls yes. that you will not need a book. Exactly. So if you're if you're scared about, you know, needing to use the toilet and having to pay for something or looking up a code, uh perhaps look up where the nearest public library is. I know they're not everywhere, like some coffee shop chains where there's one on every single street, especially in London. But if you happen to be near a library, then have a go at the library instead. Just remember that old poem. What's the poem, Steve? If if you need to pee, go to the library. <laughs> Beautiful. And on that note, <laughs> is that all? Will... Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah? all. Okay, cool. That's the <laughs> great way to. Just wanted to check. <laughs> if you need to pee, go to the library. Oh, hey. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.